0: Hello,
1: everybody, and welcome to the One Fall, the Post Survivor Series 2021 One Fall Show. I'm here with my co-hosts Chuck Bean, that's me, Justin Valentine, and Hello. our oh my, oh my, our North Star, our Scales of Justice, our our guiding light, our award-winning. A keynote speaker jack to the gills eric cabanis
2: all right and actually i might you might want to resend keynote speaker because i swear to god that panel i took part of at my college like there were okay so i my degrees in journalism but they also had people with communications degrees on the call and communications majors were always like oh hooray <laughs> yeah like just like just very up like upbeat and like there was another journalism person on the panel and like we could barely get an ed- word in edgewise and it was just and and they were just
1: <sighs> keynote I mean, look, listener
2: pretty much <laughs>
1: <Erica Bannis. laughs> yeah
2: and, and and if anything i'm just like don't listen to these upbeat assholes like Right, Like, I mean, like, it's nice to have a positive attitude, but like they, they, they need to hear
3: some real shit. The world is on fire. You're never going to get paid what you're worth.
1: Good luck. Yeah, Yeah, but they know to to kiss ass and that's how you make it in corporate America today. So (laughs) congratulations, kids. Good luck with that minimum wage. (laughs) I wonder if uh, that's how
3: you make it in the WWE these days, because...
2: It's a great
3: question. Jesus. This is the fourth time we've got a a slew of names that dropped off of the roster.
1: That was last week, wasn't it? Didn't we already? wasn't
3: Wasn't it like last Thursday?
0: No, that was in that was in between episodes. Yeah.
1: This is oh, new. This is a new Lord. batch of people. I, I thought yeah. for sure that uh homeboy, um, oh man, uh, I can't, I'm not even gonna be able to think of his damn name. He's 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 so imminently. Jackson Reichert. No, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. Uh, I did not watch uh, I, I okay, so I turned on Survivor series. I was in a bad mood to begin with. I'm down on the company uh, number two and uh, C. I wasn't liking what I was seeing. So after that opening match, I turned it off and went to bed. That's how unexciting it was. I was like, you know what? I'd rather be cuddled up with my kittens. So who did watch Survivor Series? It was Uh, on in the background. So Justin Valentine, uh, host of the, uh, the JV Sports Talk, pay-per-view pod which i did listen to this week another fine fine effort i'm sorry that chuck is uh, so down on the product i think he's just bitter uh this is going to be all you T- tell us why uh we should have watched survivor series they, they certainly was no buildup that suggested we should
0: no i mean you know we've talked about the build-up in general with raw versus smackdown is is off it's stale by now it doesn't make sense to have the draft i mean we've talked about all that they need to have one one brand or one roster period we know all that
2: They need to at this point, they need to,
0: yeah. They 100% they need to for the sake of what they have left, but just for the sake of you know, quality shows. Because listen, Survivor Series was a quality show, period. Everything we've said about WWE and complaining, 1000% true with the releases, with the writing, with all of that. That is, this is not to negate any of that. I complain just as much. Survivor Series was good. The matches, for the most part, were good. Okay,
3: now I disagree. Before you say it you was disagree. a quality. Yeah, no, well, before you said know, time
0: it. Time out! Time out! No, no, no! Because this is what it is, and it's fine. But everyone is down on the product for whether it's because of the releases, whether it's because of the writing or, in recent and everything, right? And yeah, Chuck, ADW's you're high. not
1: allowed to not like this
0: that's fine you're no, just that's following fine. the herd but here's chuck. The, no 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 Your 30 out. year no.
1: experience of watching wwe is invalid it's just fashionable to say that okay. the audio mixing was awful the opening match was <laughs> sloppy the pre-show match was absolute garbage we're only doing that because we're bitter bitter apples chuck Listen. well I, I will
3: agree to being a bitter old person but no, I was gonna, that's I was gonna disagree because at first you said it was a quality show. You just didn't say how low the quality was, so I was cool with that. But then you wanted to say it was good, and like, I mean, if if you thought it was good, then uh, your your standards are pretty low.
0: So here's what happens right now, and it's to an extent, it's fair, and that's fine. You know, that's the stance you want to take. People are very low on WWE right now, including all three of you, including myself, but. Here's the, the different takes that we have on it. First off, WWE has no chance in any of your three brains, and that's fine. Any,
1: right now, right? Unless they- In mine, I admit. Change. Chuck, do you agree yes. with that? Do you enjoy it? Uh, no.
3: I, they, okay. they could have given me a product. They could have given me a Survivor Series, my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Long, they could have, long stated. They could have given me a Survivor Series that I was like, well, that was neat. They just didn't.
0: Okay. So, and what a lot of people do is no matter what they do.
1: So you're going to continue to broad brush us all for being broad brushers. Despite the <laughs> fact that we're giving individual takes.
2: No, no, no. But let, first of all, let them talk. Tell us why it was good. Sure. Why tell us why it's good. And maybe I'll go back and watch the damn thing. So
0: the matches itself, the only down match that they had, again, speaking on just strictly the show the build was shit whatever was the women's survivor series match every other match was not five star of course but every other match was pretty damn good the charlotte becky no one likes that type of finish but the match leading up to it was a banger the roman biggie match Fantastic. The Men's Survivor Series match, Randy Orton and RK-Bro and the Usos put on a great match. This is why they need one show, because you have these stars that come together. They literally took all the stars that they have left and put them on the show. It was a quality show. And the point is, it wasn't top show of the year. Nothing crazy happened, but it was a good show. And the fact is in wrestling right now, as long as WWE has literally just enough to put on a show like they did last night, they're fine. And that's the sad truth of it. They are fine. I'm not saying they are, it wasn't great. Right. But this was, it's enough. It's a, they sold, they still are going to sell out the Barclays center. They're going to sell out two nights of WrestleMania people for the most part are still going to tune in because I know for a fact, there are more of you of me than you guys when it comes to, I'm still watching. Right. Even if I'm complaining while I'm watching, I'm still watching. I'm pissed off about all the releases. I'm pissed off about the writing. I'm pissed off about Raw. You're but bad I'm at math. I'm still watching.
1: What? <laughs> He's scared more of him than us. Eric I didn't watch it. This is one what? of you. Well, <laughs> I'm saying in general. general
0: <laughs> yes. Generally
2: speaking, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Working Working title of them. General Generally speaking, shut up
0: generally speaking
2: <laughs> um,
0: current title it, of it so listen the barclay center crowd was into it for the most part right the vince mcmahon egg thing is stupid but again there is more of me who well something's gonna come of it and i'm gonna go find out what the fuck it is than you guys when it's like i bet well, CM punk's
1: gonna come out stupid. of it
3: stupid a yeah, little right. a little tiny gobbledygooker
0: Right. Very small. Yeah.
3: And it might be stupid,
1: but the point
0: Maivia. is yeah. because of the stature
2: <laughs> I was because not anticipating w- that. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Oops, sorry. Continue, Justin. I'm fine. But
0: Survivor Series overall was an okay show. It was good, right? It wasn't anything crazy. Survivor Series lately doesn't have that because the point of it is brand supremacy which is stupid, which usually leads to just good matches. No big returns or plot twists or title changes or anything like that. And this year's Survivor Series, if you ignore all the bullshit around it and you just focus in on the show, it gave us what Survivor Series normally gives us for the most part, period. And that's it. If AEW would have given us, again, focusing in on the show, if AEW gave us the wrestling matches that we saw last night, we would come onto the show and say it was a good show. Nothing crazy, wasn't top-notch, it was a good show.
1: I'd say, where are all the pile drivers? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so a question, and this is a, a legitimate question. I, I'm not trying yes. to be smart or anything. No, um, do you think the WWE can g- gets away with this? Mainly in part because they're, the pay-per-view structure is like, you're not really paying anything anymore or or you're i mean like if okay if aew put on a show like this and charge people 50 bucks would people be happy with it
0: i think it depends i mean when you're looking at aew specifically i think it depends on the match results and who's in the matches and stuff like that because look at full gear they didn't do anything crazy at full gear besides adam page winning the title there were no crazy returns there weren't even big stunts or anything like we usually see at pay-per-views they put on good matches throughout the night. We paid 50 bucks for the most part to watch that and we came on the show and said it was a good show and no one complained that I paid 50 bucks for that shit, right? So I think again, depending on what superstars and what matches and results and whatever, yes.
3: See, I I disagree with your argument because I walked into Survivor Series with practically a clean slate having not seen any of the television for like weeks I'm like okay sell me it's survivor right. series i love the concept sell me on who's in the matches and what's happening in the stuff and some of the video packages are pretty good but man mm-hmm. the matches the quality the match quality was just all over the map man
0: See, i i, I disagree with that i i'm and i it's it, from what looking on twitter you know, being active on Twitter throughout the show, a lot of people, a lot of wrestling fans disagree with that as well. A lot of people gave props to the matches that were on there, Roman and Big E, even Charlotte and Becky, besides the finish. The finish was shit, obviously. But you know, the match lead, that's why people were so pissed about the finish is you gave us that great of a match and gave us that finish. You know right. what I mean? So you know, it's that type of you know thing. But overall, the match quality I didn't see besides the women's the women's match dragged on the survivor series match. You know, I didn't like that they put Damian Priest and Shinsuke in the kickoff show. I thought that should have been a main show in the Battle Royal, especially with how pointless the Battle Royal was, should have been on the kickoff right. show. That made no sense uh, to me either. Um,
3: I mean, you you peak when you start tossing pizza out to the crowd. So, yeah, a, right. in the middle of the show makes a lot of a lot of yeah, sense in that right. way, at least. So,
0: yeah, that, that part didn't make much sense to me. I think, you know, when it comes to d- WWE if anything, let me sell you on why, you know, optimistic Justin over here, but even outside of me being optimistic, I'm optimistic with wrestling period. Even Ray, why when, it's not because, coming
1: out of the egg. Damn it.
0: Even when AEW goes into a little bit of a rut, which they will, every company does sure. I want to forever be optimistic in wrestling. I'm still going to watch every week. And that is because of the way wrestling goes live entertainment right? You never know when they're finally going to just show up and pull off something stupid to turn this thing around. It isn't a show that is written out for an entire season. Everything is already shot. Everything is already produced together. And if you start to not like the direction it's going in, well, too bad. This is the direction it's going in because everything's already done with the show. It's a live show. So you never know what type of deals they can make Do we have all the faith in the world in a Vince McMahon or somebody to do that? No. And we have good reason to, but the point is, is that, and this goes for AEW, this goes for wrestling in general. You never know when someone behind the scenes is finally going to listen to the crowd, pull off some, some type of deal for a return, a plot, even if it's not a return, even if it's just, you know, deciding to go a different direction in a plot twist, right? You never know when they're going to show up and just say, you know what? It's all one brand. All one roster. You never know. what they, they can just do that. You know they'll just do that on the flip of the switch whenever they decide to do it. And when they do that, even with the roster they have now and all the bullshit releases, it'll still be a, a much more uh, better show throughout week to week in pay-per-views if everyone's on one show. We know that. And they can make that happen with one flip of the switch. That's the beauty of wrestling because it's live entertainment. And you never know when they're going to flip that switch that you want. So, yes, I'm going to c- continue to watch no matter how much I've complained about WWE. And when I see a good show, I'm going to call it a good show and call it that.
2: Okay. What would, could there be anything, anything that would make you stop watching them?
0: I I mean, specifically, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, You know, I obviously we can go drastic measures when it comes to certain superstars they would lose or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I can think of something realistic for either brand for me to stop watching period. Right. I mean, I've stopped watching NXT. I I'll tell you that like they've ruined NXT. I fell behind and I'm thinking, okay, I got to catch up. I got to catch up. And then I'm seeing what they did to NXT. And I said, I don't want to catch up. I don't even want to, I don't even want to pick up now and just watch from now
3: they uh-huh. did an, they did announce that like i think in a couple of weeks the next nxt thing is war games right and uh it didn't occur to me until now that we have not seen william regal since nxt 2.0 started and I didn't he know that. was and, that- and his hearing him say war games was like such a thing yeah. for the last like five yeah. years i love yeah. william regal so um, much yeah he's so
2: great i hope and- someday
3: he gets like uh, like, you know, how they used to do those like DVD packages of like a documentary and then like their best shit. Yeah. And like, I don't think they still make that now with Blu-rays or anything. I think they just put that shit on the Peacock Network. But I hope someday before he is gone from this earth, we get a featuring William Regal. Here's his best matches. Here's a sure Forty-five minute documentary on the life and times of William Regal yeah. and how everyone, because from, from what you know, it sounds like almost everybody respects him.
2: Right? Yeah, I mean, t- I mean, he's another guy that went through his various battles and whatnot, and he's fortunately come out on the other side. Um, not many wrestlers can say the same. Right. Um, And I think mean, it's you know, it's especially in that industry, it's kind of a miracle when people do survive and thrive and have like that second act and which is what he was doing with nxt and he was doing it brilliantly so the fact that they i mean i don't know i mean it's it's unfortunate because he's he's against who who, yeah who hates william regal right well and it (laughs) just adds to the list of how much
0: good things nxt had going that did not need to go anywhere and they just blew it all up for absolutely no and that turned me off. And now you got a bunch of names outside of like three that you, that kind of came out of nowhere. Right. And for the others, they've been called up and released or called up and forced into the main roster. And, it, you know, and there's a few still, you know, stuck in the horrible mess that is NXT 2.0 right now. And, you know, I put them right at impact with me. I I will check on you and that's it.
3: That's the, that's the biggest kick in the teeth of the the releases last Thursday is how many of those NXT talent got called up within the last two months just so they could sign in, you know a new contract and then get released and have to wait out 90 right. days instead of 30 or 60.
2: Such garbage. If like if, if that, yeah. During if
1: that's, the Christmas holiday, mind you. The 30 days yep. would have ended before Christmas. Right. right.
2: Like if, if that's the reason why they were called up just so they could sign a new contract so they... Couldn't be picked up anywhere, like
3: that's dirty fucking pool, man <laughs> that, I
2: mean, like I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, but but at the same time, like it just what a terrible way to do business what a what a terrible environment to work um i I, I just anybody who's on the quote unquote indies, why the hell would you want to go there?
3: why? yeah it seems it seems like at this point more than any other time in history the the deck is stacked against you if you're an indie wrestler looking to make your name and be the next stone cold steve austin in the wwe
1: like if if
3: if that is your dream um i don't know (laughs) that it's achievable
0: yeah uh I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's my take on being optimistic in wrestling, honestly, you know, and listen, I can respect someone like Shawnee that says, look, I'm out on WWE. I did not watch. So don't ask me about it because right. I'm not going to like it. Cause I'm out on WWE, but I, I can't go along with anybody who is down on WWE is going to watch it and just tell me everything that they just watched is shit. Just because you came into the show down on WWE. If you're going to watch both, like I am, I'm going to critique both the same way. Period, AEW is on the rise, no doubt. WWE is fallen. hundred percent. But when WWE puts on a good show, I'm going to call it out. And when AEW puts on shit, I'm going to call it out, and vice versa.
3: Period. I will give I will give props to that Men's Survivor Series match. Now that I'm thinking about it, like there was there was a lot to like in that match. But I do recall many times last night, um, sitting through a video package. And being like, man, Big E and Roman Reigns sounds like a good match. And then five minutes into the match going, I don't care. Like, I don't you if there's there's something there's something missing, at least for for a fan like myself, watching two guys that historically I've been pretty high on. I don't know, maybe not Roman Reigns, but, you know, I love Big E. I want him to do great things. And I'm just eh. and then the finish is coming and I'm like well, I think I know how this is going to end, but okay, well, this spot is good. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, oh, no, it, it's what I expected.
1: You know, I mean, historically, there's always the illusion of being the king of the hill, right? And, and Roman Reigns undeniably, I mean, I think that he's had a, a tremendous run. The problem is, is the hill keeps getting smaller with each set of cuts, right? So the illusion... I get that it's an illusion. However, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm number one in this field of 300. Hey, I'm number one in this field of a hundred. Hey, I'm number one in this field of 50. Hey, everyone else has been fired. It's just me and Austin. Oh, no, Austin, your phone's ringing. You know, like, (laughs) I mean,
3: it's, we, we laugh, but it's, it's
0: It's darkly
3: appropriate these days. Like I, I, it's, it's an, I hate to say, I remember a time when, but I remember a time when like the cuts happened right after WrestleMania and then you were good for a year. Right.
0: But, and, and the thing is too, and you know, I've mentioned this a couple times too, it's not even just the timing of the cuts, but also the people and not necessarily, you know, talking about the star power of names because there would be quality names released before, but Nine times out of ten, it was names that yeah they were world champion a year ago. They haven't really done much since. Probably makes sense, right? Right. You know, let them go somewhere else. You're, you're not only cutting people who are big in you know the in wrestling in general, fans like them, but you just started something new with them. You yeah. just called up Hit Row. You just started building Carry Cross and Keith Leon Raw. You cannot tell me two weeks ago. This was the plan to have these guys gone. Period. You will right. never I don't none of this makes any sense to me, but the one thing I could, I will not I will call bullshit on if I had a conversation with them is you did not plan on this 2 weeks ago. This was not for these guys to not be on your roster. You did not call these guys up to smackdown on Fox and start building them as if they're the new top tag team in the division to cut them 2 weeks later bullshit
3: yeah there's something that for the last probably year or more there's something absolutely wild going on behind the scenes that you can like put a video package together for a guy and then have him fired five you know five days later
1: i think that's sort of the corporate versus the creative and i just wanted to say i'm I'm surprised justin that like for me it was alistair black like you're not like furious about Hit Row? I I was furious about Aleister Black. I'm I'm furious that you pulled the rug out from something I've invested my time in on a show that was already sort of yeah you know sure. it's not it's not as great as it has been let's agree in a middle ground no, there right One thousand and then you like you, you take one of the things that i like and like fuck
0: you you know this is, uh, not, this is not about wwe this is not about me defending wwe it's me defending wrestling in general because it's the beauty of wrestling okay. i am pissed off furious of hit row aleister black all these people that got cut in the timing of it but the way the nature of wrestling we can have faith in wwe or not the nature of wrestling is they can flip a switch and be back on track because of the way it
2: goes, right? This and is- are they going to do it? They know. Exactly. Yeah, that's- I, I agree. I 100% but- agree. I think that's the problem here. That I think that's where the kind of the the overall frustration is is the fact right. that all of this is happening and yeah. usually like you said you know when there when there have been releases in the past like there it would always be like post-wrestlemania and then like the list that they would release like there there might be a few big names that are eyebrow raising but then there are others where you're like okay you know that yeah you know, they weren't really doing much you know let let them go let them see if they can catch on elsewhere Not, none of the moves they are making are really making any sense. And there seems to be no light at the end of the tunnel to where we as wrestling fans are seeing the direction in which this company is going. Obviously there's all sorts of rumors about a sale happening Uh, at this point. Who wants to buy? Like yeah, who right. wants to buy this? Right. Well,
1: it would be a network that wants live entertainment. It's strictly mm-hmm. the fact that a live show gets eyes that a taped show doesn't, right? Like it's right. sure. So, why sports are blowing up and all? You know, like these monster monster contracts. I don't mean sports are blowing up like <laughs> sports. You know happening these days? Rather sports. popular, but uh, <laughs> you know, the, just these contracts. I, I'm just so fascinated that new <laughs> big thing. Like people say that that, oh, well, you know, um, because it's a live show, they can do anything they want with these ratings. Like, I'm yeah. shocked. And and to me, the erosion of goodwill over time has been so long that, right. I, like, for people like me, and maybe they just don't want people like me, I, I find that shocking. I mean, I have a dozens of T-shirts that I no longer need. Um, you know, I've spent a lot of money at the WWE shop, is what I'm saying. And, mm-hmm. um, you know... I, flipping a switch is not going to regain my trust you know the longest time we were like hey factions are going to save it or you know one day nxt is going to invade and then that turned out that they they had to have nxt invade because uh the the saudi (laughs) government was apparently not letting their superstars leave good deal but hey they went back and everything seems fine it's all cool (laughs)
0: Uh, <laughs> it's all cool. yeah. yeah, that was a couple years ago.
1: You know, uh, we're, you know, uh, here. Okay. but yeah, the goodwill is just <laughs> not going. You know, yet. like at at what point? I, I don't know how they they you know I, I I I'm I'm at a loss to see how you will get me back because you'll need to like not only flip the switch but then go for like six months to show me that that rug's not going to be pulled too.
0: The frustration is all valid. Right. I'm right there with you. It is 1000% makes zero sense. Just like we've all said. The only point that I'm going to argue is when they put on a good show, if you're going to tell me it was shit because you're pissed off at the company, I don't want to hear it. Period. That's it.
1: No, that's if you fair. choose
0: not, and if that's you choose fair. not to watch yeah. the product, don't watch the product. Cool, but don't come on a podcast or on social media or anywhere else and tell me it was shit. Or when they do something and you see it on Twitter or something, tell me it was shit because you're pissed off at the company. That I don't want to hear it. Either don't watch it, or if you're going to watch wrestling, again, the beauty of wrestling, Survivor Series was a good show. It really was. It wasn't outstanding. And everyone that says everything was garbage because they're pissed off about Hit Row getting released last week, I don't want to hear it because you can't tell me Roman Reigns and Big E did not put on a great match. Those two fucking superstars, get out of here with that. RK Bro and The Usos, four riddles a mess, but four (laughs) great superstars put on a great match, and together they put on a great show. And if you're going to watch both, critique both the same way, period. And that's it. That's the only argument I have. You can be so, pissed off. You cannot watch fine. Right. Flipping the switch. For example, don't know if it's going to happen, but Vince McMahon mentioned last night, both rosters are going to be at raw tonight because they're still in Brooklyn. What if that was the beginning of one brand coming back together? Right. Because as much as the quality names that they have let go are there, if you look at if you look at it as one roster, there's still a lot there. If it's one roster,
1: so do you think that there? What stories have spun out of this show? Um, I, I will say I did watch I watched the uh, the opening match with uh, with the, the man and Charlotte, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. it looks like they're going to have a continuing feud that people are into. You know, people the, the crowd definitely was split. Um, people yeah. have always been split on them. I think the man generally speaking has almost universal praise whereas charlotte par- partially because she's a heel partially because she's seems like she's kind of a jerk <laughs> um, yeah I do is, get but there are certainly charlotte flair fans and i you know i will not suggest that she's anything but extremely talented as a women's wrestler yes. she is fantastic so you know i think that's something that down the line we're going to see more bangers out of them but you know that'll be further down the line is are there things that came out that you're looking forward to in raw and smackdown from I mean, the show or is it still a matter of I'm hoping that the flip the switch gets flipped and that's a I legit mean, flip, question I don't have a
0: yeah no yeah the flip of the switch needs to happen for sure Survivor Series it's tough to say because it was a Raw versus Smackdown right everything was Raw versus Smackdown and as of right now those are the rosters as is right Big E and Seth Rollins are gonna it's gonna be a great match that's the next title match probably for their first pay-per-view of 2022 I would guess and uh, Kevin Owens is in that little you know I don't know if it's ever going to turn into a triple threat or if KO and Big E are going to have a title match too. That, I mean, whether it's separate matches or one match, that's going to be quality, the build, the promos of it and the match that's 1000% great. So, and then, I mean, you know, Becky and Charlotte are on separate show. They're both champions. Liv Morgan looks like she's finally going to get a push, which good for her. Does she have a shot? Probably not, but good for her. You know, Tony storm's getting a push on SmackDown and title picture now. So those are little things of people who, you know, fans have wanted to see get pushed and they're going to start to get pushed. Uh, granted it's half because there's no one else there to get pushed, but you know, those are things that are, are quality. Everything RK bro is doing is great. Roman Reigns is still relevant as fuck. There's still good things in WWE right now.
3: Who do you think if you, if you had to pick somebody right now on the roster, who do you think topples Roman Reigns finally?
0: That's, you know, it's tough. Um,
3: Cause it I feels ba- like they've built him up so much right? that like the person to beat Roman Reigns for the title has to be a made man.
0: And, and that's the scary part. My worry is Brock Lesnar. Uh, although I don't like, generally speaking, I don't think they want to put a title on Brock again, um, but you know, they've gone to him a lot. I'm thinking like you U would, McEntire
3: you would You would hope it'd be summer. somebody that's going to be there every week, you know, instead of Brock Lesnar, but you would, you, you know, like it's kind of like when Brock beat the undertaker and undertaker yes. never beaten at WrestleMania. And for the longest time, fans specifically were like, look, the guy who can beat the undertaker at WrestleMania, like he's made as yeah. far as the fans. are concerned, And then they put it on Brock instead of putting it on somebody we would, you know, right. see on a weekly basis.
0: My hope and what, what it, it will be at some point is probably drew McIntyre, whether or not there's a short Brock Lesnar reign in between that, that he loses back to Roman. I don't know. Uh, uh, I know they're doing Brock and Roman one more time. They keep building that but I think Drew McIntyre is the guy Um, and to shamelessly plug uh, Josh Martinez, who was on my favorite U pod. He interviewed Drew McIntyre last week and Drew specifically said that they are purposely holding that off because they know that's the obvious choice. And he wants, you know, he doesn't want to just jump right into the obvious choice coming over to SmackDown. So I I think they're going to do that at some point. And I think Drew is a, Perfect option, you know, give him a title win in front of a live crowd, give him a title reign in front of a live crowd. Um, so I think Drew's the perfect option now that he's on SmackDown.
1: That was a great observation. I thought that came out of the pay per view pod it, it directly addressed that question that he had. That's you know, basically, you, you're gonna have to spend six months or a year building up a baby face sure. at this point because, unless it's Drew McIntyre, I think you're right, I think that's the only one that has been built. If right. and, and it seems like what they're as they consolidate, they are starting to, you know, sort of they're they they con- they are drawing on the history of the people who exist, right? It's yeah. it feels weird because there's all this vacuum around that history now because of the people who have been plucked out, but you know, right. um, it's they're streamlining for whatever reason, and um, yeah, Drew McIntyre seems to be the only one who has sort of a stature right now. I'm 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 somewhat shocked to have read that Big E lost basically clean first off it's yes. first first time there was a clean victory in roman's reign right like right. <laughs> to the best of my recollection and, and to me i thought you know that like give me some hope that or or some tease that big e may have a chance to topple roman at some point right. and you didn't even do not to say he can't of course right. however building the story that would have been a nice touch right um, yeah
0: I, I was shocked that shenanigans weren't involved the usos weren't involved the new day wasn't involved that that part didn't make sense to me, but I don't think losing to Roman Reigns at this point hurts you uh, at no. all. Roman Roman Reigns is on fire, clean or not. I, I think Biggie's fine.
3: That was, uh, m- and maybe it's just my my fans' heart talking, but that was my problem with the the finish of the entire event. Is that was Roman? Were Roman to lose that match, he loses nothing. Like he just loses a match to the guy who's the champ on the other show that right. I don't have to talk to for until WrestleMania, you right. know, I don't even have to be in the yeah. same locker room as him. So I was like, yeah. why wouldn't you give yeah, Big, I, e that I chose win? Big E to win?
0: I, cho- I predicted Big E to win. I thought for a fact that we're going that route. So I was surprised. I do want to make one more point about Survivor Series. I know we, we got to talk about AEW because I'm going to get at the Eric, and shawnee are not going to like me after this episode um but uh i do want to mention that a lot of people were pissed off that the rock did not show up last night i know that was built you know with 25th anniversary and you know they they thought that's how the show would end kind of like a john cena you know uh confrontation with roman i was okay with it because i thought that was the predictable route and i thought that's what what they were going to do and it was weird because it was one of those things, one of those things how you think a surprise is happening at the end, and then when it doesn't, you're disappointed. I thought a surprise was happening in the end and that, and when it didn't, I was actually a little relieved. I'm like, you know what? No, good. That would have been, that was obvious. That you're a been really so weird
1: analyst, though, because I think most fans, it's like, okay, so like we all expect The Rock and then The Fiend comes back, not we all expect The Rock and then nothing happens it's sure. a, like we, it's like we all expect an exploding barbed wire death match and then we get sparklers right like, yeah it's, that's fair. it's what you get in, in uh, so i yeah. think you have such an analyst's brain you know i think you're you're very and, and and that's not a slight in any capacity i think that that really shapes the the perspective that you're bringing to the entire show sure. going back to saying hey look i thought this was a good show and i'm standing by that
0: yeah
1: erica okay, did yeah, you I'm- uh
2: Yeah, I just wanted to share my favorite tweet about the whole Rock situation, which I did retweet, but I want to read it out loud because I think it's just Uh, a really clever joke. Um, If you're ever embarrassed about drunk texting an ex, remember that the WWE once did a four-hour-long tribute show to The Rock, and he didn't show up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, okay. That's fantastic.
2: I mean, it's a well-crafted joke, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, like, I saw it, I'm like, well done, woman I don't know on Twitter. I'm going to retweet this. <laughs> it was that's good. That's I appreciate fantastic. a well-written joke. Hell yeah. So so that's... Uh, now, see, here's the thing. We have 11 minutes before I have to leave and get my COVID booster. Um, yes. And I hope I did not turn off any listeners right now by openly saying that I'm vaccinated. Um, mm-hmm. However, if you do follow me... Us, yeah, well, pardon. Sorry, Sorry. I said we no. don't want them anyway. Well, okay. I... I <laughs> We're working in the
0: double
3: digits. We want everyone we can get.
2: (laughs) We want anti vaxxers We want flat earthers. We no, we don't. We don't. (laughs) Absolutely not. No. Um, (laughs) So okay. So what? So what? What is going to upset Shawnee and I about AEW? I'm very. I might be wrong.
0: Okay. I, I might be wrong, but you know, I just was especially because i started off by saying wwe put on a good show and now i'm gonna complain about something on aew i just i just assumed that i, I'm gonna them up, I, don't, so know. I don't know
2: well i don't know where you're gonna go with this yeah. but i i'm intrigued to say the least yeah. go on sir um love brian danielson
0: versus adam page okay with the brian danielson being a heel against adam page complete stupid bullshit that he just randomly showed up to begin dynamite as a heel like i felt like i missed a fucking episode of something that made no sense whatsoever yeah, Period. I mean, it, that was it, stupid
2: it, fair. it's fair okay. it's a fair thing um you know i i don't know i i feel like you know the only i don't know what the logic was behind it probably because it's, it's like it, it was cowboy shit day and yeah. surely his competitor couldn't come up and be like, "Hooray! I'm going to celebrate cowboy shit with you, but right. I want your belt!" Ha ha ha, ha. So I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it doesn't. No, you're right. There it, it happened out of nowhere, and there was really no explanation. So that I think that is a fair criticism. Do I think it is a? It is glaringly awful. No, because we still have an egg episode going on in WWE. <laughs> listen, okay, listen, an egg. What the fuck? What frustrates me
0: is this was an easy fix. Again, I have no issue with Brian Danielson being a heel against Adam Page. That's fine, right? But again, I felt like I missed an episode of. Has he been an
1: overwhelming babyface, or is he just been super popular? Yes. What is it? What What is is the words that he's used? Overwhelming. That have been
0: overwhelming babyface. Show the, the, uh, the whole vibe of him, the yes and the smiles and who he's going at, and everything about him, the respect for his competitors and this, that, and the other. Like everything about him has been full face since he's been to AEW. Yes, everything about it has. And the way they booked him, too, everything, you know, has been against heels and so on. And so if they wanted him to be a heel, literally all they had to do was have him come out and give slight little jabs that could be jabs but maybe not right at adam page put him in a tag match to end the show and have them take adam page out or hold it to next week give me at least a small build to understand how we got here right
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know what i mean but instead he came out he congratulated adam page and then to use the term again flipped the switch all of a sudden, he's a fucking heel and he's been a complete dick to Adam Page. And then he has that match with Evil Uno. I'm going to bash his fucking head in and all this shit that he's saying. He went straight heel out of nowhere. It made no sense. And, uh, you know, to, to give this example again, if WWE would have done this, if Daniel Bryan would have beat Happy Corbin to become number one contender, and then he showed up and was an asshole to Big E out of nowhere and would have. People will be shitting all over it. So I'm going to share. If he'd been, been there line. for
1: for several years, yes, but it hasn't been there for a couple of months. I, I watched the post match scrum and I said last week that he said, I like having these long five star matches, but I'd also like yeah. to beat everybody in two minutes.
0: And that's fine. But, but you don't want him di- to then go no. and beat.
1: There's a you don't want no. him to go and no. beat in two minutes.
0: <laughs> no, you're not understanding. It's not <laughs> about understanding. bad
1: no. I'm understanding. We have very different <laughs> perspectives on the world. Yeah. <sighs> Men, Listen, it's
0: not about JV Sports
1: Talk. Just yeah, be right. nice to him; he'll never see it coming. Don't don't tip your hand at all, and uh, <laughs> he'll buy right into and whatever It's not about selling. who he's facing.
0: It's not about who. I've been a big proponent of. You don't always need a face and a heel in a story. That's you don't. true. That's and, true. And I and I think they could have got a, gotten away without making either one of these guys faces or heels in this match. I they could have done Brian Danielson versus Adam Page, both as faces. And it would have been fine. It could have been a competitive thing. I'm also okay with Brian Danielson going heel. But the way they did it, I I legitimately thought I missed something. I went back and read the review of Full Gear and said, did I miss him showing up at the end of the show? Did they do something on the YouTube shows? I was genuinely like, what am I missing here? Why is he a heel all
3: of a sudden? Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: The only thing I can think of is you know he did have that one-liner saying like how you wish it was Kenny, he was facing and not Paige, right? So he might I mean he might have been acting heelish pissy vegan man because he wanted to face Kenny Omega. I mean it doesn't does it necessarily qualify as a full heel move and a heel turn because you know I'm you know Daniel I almost said it I'm Jr. I am J. <laughs> we are all, we all J. Uh, we're all J-R. we're, J-R, all, we we're all JR. Right. Uh I, I mean, it it was a I guess if you wanna I'm that's the only thing I can think of. And sure. he was just all piss and vinegar because he wanted to yeah. face Omega and he's getting Adam Page instead. Yeah. I mean, is it necessarily a great way to do like a, a heel turn? If, even if he is heel, who's to say? Who's to say? I he hope could well. just if have... he tries
0: to show up face next week. I'm going to be even more confused.
3: <laughs> well, that's the, that's the idea, right? Is that like well, this week, start-
1: <laughs> sorry, this repeat.
3: week they're in Chicago. So he's going to beat the piss out of uh, Colt Cabana. And then I think the week after that, they're in somebody else in the dark orders hometown. So he's going to beat the piss out of them, you know? So he's just going to work his way through the dark order, beating them to death until Adam Page finally says, all right, you've beaten up enough of my friends. Now I'm going to kick your ass.
1: I do like that progression. It's kind of yeah. fun. And it gives everyone a spotlight and gives them a rub. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate to pull the curtain aside. Like <laughs> 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 okay, I can, I can understand that the, uh, the, the heel turn being a
3: bit more gradual probably could have worked out better, but I felt that even with as rapid as it was happening, uh, I, I wasn't as thrown as you were, Justin. Like yeah, I could, I-, I could see, like you were saying, when he came out, he was He was throwing jabs. He was kind of, you know, just, he was being Daniel Bryan. Like, I'm going to say something really shitty, but I'm going to say it with a grin on my face. Yeah. Uh, Kind of stuff. But then once he got into the match with Evil Uno, he was like, all right, this is your buddy. Well, I'm going to beat him until he can't stand up anymore. And then I'm going to do it to the next one of your friends until we get to, until I get my match. It it didn't feel like a change in character
0: at all. It felt like a brand, like a, a whole new character like right. where where does this come from right like, there's no gradual anything you know with heel turns you either see them just a straight up attack them and then explain after or you start to see the gradual little comments and then you know they start to you know you see the realization of why they should be a heel right we saw none of that all of a sudden it just felt like a brand new guy look at kevin owens heel turn and it, it, him being a heel has not whether I like him being a heel or not has nothing to do with it cuz Kevin Owens has switched left and right right so he's back to being a heel but there was that gradual little process of Big E starting to not trust him a little bit and Kevin sure. Owens trying to to prove that he can trust him and then Kevin Owens snapped we saw Kevin Owens realization of these these fuckers aren't listening to me that they can trust me so screw it if that's the, if you want me to be a low life I'll be a low life Yeah, you see that realization. We never saw that with Brian. It felt like a brand new guy. Like, like I think you're reading the wrong script. You're not supposed to say (laughs) like, like or something. It just felt it was. It was so off. It'll be good. The match is great. Now that he is a heel, it'll be fine. But that turn was like, I just no sense. Not one. Can we?
3: Can we at least all agree? that CM Punk and MJF is going to be fucking
0: great. Oh, my God, oh, man,
3: That's gonna it's going to be, gonna be so fucking good. great on the mic. The match is probably going to be fucking
1: stellar. I can't wait to hear MJF just shred CM Punk and see how that all shakes out. Yeah,
0: yeah, because That'd I have be been very,
1: very impressed with how CM Punk dealt with the whole Eddie, uh, assault. Yeah, Eddie Kingston stuff. Yeah, yeah, I thought they both like it felt like improv. It felt like two guys who are not planning things out. in 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 the in the back and it felt strong now whether you know maybe i'm just being fooled you know by both of them and they have been having long conversations very well could be but man it felt all very authentic and it felt mean and it felt real and i thought that resolved in a beautiful way and uh yeah, I to see MJF go after him, who, you know, has really very little reason to have to pay respect to him right like that's the thing about MJF is that he has been this guy from the start and he's gone yes. from like the bingo halls to being uh, a chosen one in a billion dollar company now. Um, yeah. Or at least the company of a billionaire. Let me say that. Um, you yeah, know, I, WWE it's is not a billion dollar billionaire. Yeah. company. But you don't you know, understand what I'm saying. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I have a feeling that MJF now has made enough money that if he was forced to go into the private sector, he would have a little bit to ride on for a minute, you know, and he's right? done it by being this asshole. So there's really not a ton that CM Punk can do for him. And so he can just continue to be this guy, maybe even turn it up a notch, which is, you know,
2: <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting to see like where he goes, like, yeah. what, you know, cause obviously, you know, there were times, you know, during the whole Darby Allen feud where, you know, he, as we had previously talked on, on episodes, rubbed fans the wrong way with with certain one-liners and stuff. So it's like, where is he going to go with mm-hmm. CM Punk? And how is CM Punk going to counter? Because like, he's not going to just sit there and take that ish.
3: No. Ah. Especially, ah. especially a guy like CM Punk that we know is, you know, has good mic skills, like he'll fire back. And you know, what is, what is his ammunition going to be?
2: Right. It, like, it, I think that's, what's so exciting is like, what are you, what, what on earth could these two say to one another? Yeah. I mean, obviously we've all seen that photo now where it's it's CM Punk and then MJF at the the signing table. Yeah, like uh, there was that I think like one off tweet from Trent saying like <laughs> MJF putting his hand on the on the autograph table was like a total power move. Like I don't know, <laughs> I have to find it. it. It was it was it was very cheeky and very funny. Um, uh, but it, it it's exciting. It yeah. it definitely you know it makes you want to tune in and see where are they gonna go with this and not where are they going with this crazy ass thing like you're tuning in because you're excited to see what happens not like i'm so annoyed i have to figure this out like for example like i i will be stepping away to once again get my booster um i will not be tuning in to see the egg fiasco if it does, in fact, have an ending, who's to say I'll, I'll I'll check up on like, you know, the sheets tomorrow morning just to see if there was any sort of re- resolution um, or is it going to be, you know, once again, act of God again uh, with, with why the couldn't,
3: why couldn't we have had zombies for two nights? Why do we have to why? people Netflix, so give us a list
1: about the zombies I enjoyed the zombies now I would have loved if that would have been an outbreak situation the right? one Where thing yeah. Johnny
0: will defend on WWE, they'll touch the fucking zombies okay? I That's like right. the zombies I
1: like the zombies I'm very bad at hand singles, but I like the zombies <laughs> sorry my battery, my battery was depleted. something's chewing up my battery and I was like oh I do not want to lose another episode uh, <laughs> alright
2: well uh, I, I must right, be getting a, up. Yeah, okay, cool. Plug your stuff I, before you leave. Oh, Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Erica underscore Banis. Uh, Google me and Erica Banis. Yeah, Google me and Erica Banis.com.
1: Were you happy to see Ishii? <laughs> Pardon me? Were you happy to see Ishii?
2: Of course, I am, I am always happy to see Ishii. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Thank like you. Like, I could walk into the Walgreens right now, and if he walked, I would probably just, like, fall into a heap and cry. And be like, It's you! And he'd be like, oh, this white woman is just
3: Just crying at Walgreens. Crying I just in a came Walgreens. What's for you? Just came in here to get some protein powder and this white woman just fell down in front of me and started <laughs> crying. I didn't know. Woman. What did I do? <laughs> a white
2: woman.
3: I'm just going to white woman. I know that. <laughs> All right, okay,
0: for
1: real, you I gotta go guys. To Bye. <laughs> Erica Bannis. White
3: woman.
2: This white woman, Erica Bannis. Ripped as hell. <laughs> Award
3: winning
1: white woman. Weird. This
3: Award winning white woman. <laughs> Award winning
2: <laughs> <laughs> white woman. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. Okay, I got get... Okay,
2: okay, yeah. I for real gotta go. I All
1: love right. you guys. Right. See ya. <laughs> 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 oh, Did we want to talk about anything else uh, oh, in or outside that. of the world of wrestling? Uh, you know, I
3: I kind of wanted to go back to a thing because because it's it's fascinating. Haven't done this show for so long with with you, Shawnee. Like you were saying, like in in some episodes that no one can hear ever again. Uh, you talked about how factions were. Where is that? Factions is the thing. If we build up the factions, so that was like that was your thing, and I I understood that was your thing. And Justin has mentioned it a bunch of times. The idea that like putting the rosters back together yeah. fixes a bunch of problems and the one thing about that that seems almost insane to me is that you've already got a 2-hour show on Fridays and a 3-hour show on Mondays that only shows you like 15 people out yeah. of like a roster and then if you merge the fe- if you merge the shows then it's going to be like the same eight or nine people two nights a week and then they'll you know move you know seven or eight others in and out and yes and no i'm like i i i think having the roster split at least gives more people opportunity to be on television but at the same time i can also you know i'm also one of the people that's like "Eh, i'm kind of done with this this just this too i that was one of my complaints last night as we hit around 11 30 and biggie and Roman Reigns are still fighting, and I'm like, "There's no reason this should still be going on." It started at seven. Yeah, so
0: here's this should the thing be though. over. Here's here's my thing though. I, I'm at this point of the releases. Who's not getting airtime that should be Cesaro? He was he had a fatal four way on SmackDown.
1: Why is Cesaro not a top star? I'm yeah. not saying not getting a push. I agree. Oh, I agree. Fair. He's, fair.
3: He is. He is at the top of my list of. Why every time you do these releases, why won't you release him and let him yeah. go be who he needs Samoa Joe
1: Hurt? I mean
3: he left no.
0: NXT he he well he relinquished they the title it, and then
3: they changed NXT and he fucking much like William Regal fucking disappeared. Yep, read and, into uh, that what you will
0: right. And I'm not saying who should get a title run or whatever. I'm saying who is sitting and catering week in and week out and not on TV, right? Right. Now? There's no one, there's at this point, no. There's not. You know what I mean? Even if they're not getting the 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 big matches you think they deserve, right? Because listen, there's a lot of people who don't think Cesaro needs a push because every time they put him in a title picture, you know, he flubs up promos and such, and we don't want to see it, right? I'm not, I'm not saying I'm one of those, but you know what I mean? So it's like he's on TV, he's had consistent segments on SmackDown with Ridge Holland. He was on in the Fatal Four way on SmackDown. He's on TV. Fair. You I know, did. There's no one in there that's not really getting TV time at this point because of all the releases before there was, and I was hundred percent with it. I don't think that's, that's valid anymore.
3: So before we recorded the, uh, this evening, um, because I knew we were going to talk about the fact that, you know, they released another handful of people on Thursday. I found the most up-to-date rosters I could of each of the shows and just started counting. Cause I was just curious, like, how many people are left how many people you have left on a show um and in different ways i think these numbers are kind of staggering so let me throw these numbers at you guys and get like an an impression of what you think of this um monday night raw has 30 people on the men's roster at this point and 10 girls how do you how do you feel about that
0: 30 is surprises me 10 does not
1: Yeah. Now, who are I'm some not, of the names that were who are lower on the card? I suppose. I mean, are they people that we don't? Not on even TV. Have well, we're talking like Monday TV. Night
3: Raw. Um, yeah. Let me see because I've still got it in front of me here. We've got uh, well, you got Akira Tozawa who shows up occasionally for the twenty yeah, four seven title. <laughs> Shocked
1: shock that he's never got cut. God. Cedric
3: Alexander, <laughs> yeah. still hanging in there. Um, who is Gable Stevenson? Oh, that's that Olympic guy. Isn't it right?
1: Yeah, they, they, they yeah. drafted, and then we have his name yeah, yeah, on a television. Yeah.
3: All right. Uh let's see the Street Profits. uh, the Mysterios, Reginald, the 24-7 champion, yeah. uh, T-bar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh what, what was his uh what's his fucking tag team partner's Mace. name? He's yeah, I Mace. think they
0: separated those two though.
3: Did they? I think you're right. I and it Mace looks over like, And right?
0: I think Mace is going out of the character. And more into Dio Madden because uh, he was one of those people that were waiting for Vince outside of the limo. Oh, interesting. And he was he was just in a suit, no face yeah. paint. So I, I don't know if they're they're transitioning him back to. I don't know if it's going to be an announcer or just wrestling as Dio Madden, but he wasn't.
1: He you was still got side. Shelton
3: Benjamin hanging out. Uh,
1: Another guy who I'm shocked doesn't get any kind of respect in the company. Right. I think well, he's right. sure when you get incredibly him in talented, Saturday. he's got a ton of <laughs> yeah. size. He's got a yeah. legacy of shoot fighting. I mean, like he's yeah. He's well, very, Cedric very good. And,
0: yeah, especially you have Cedric and Shelton as a tag team again. Like those are two talented guys. Right? How are they not in the you know tag team title picture consistently?
3: And then you've you've got Dana Brooke. I, I'm shocked that she's still there. I'm happy yeah. but shocked. Um, yeah. I don't think they've done very much with Dewdrops since uh, they got rid of Eva Maria a few she's, weeks ago. Well,
0: yeah. Well, she's going after Bianca Belair.
3: She's ah, okay. actually been
0: on Raw. She's interfered in a couple matches of Bianca, so it looks like her and Bianca are about to go. And
3: that. then, how how odd is it that the women's Survivor Series match featured Rhea Ripley, but not her tag team partner Nikki Ash?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, shit, but she's got a title.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I,
0: mean, I, I it's don't know. Weird.
3: Okay, so on Friday nights, where you've got an hour or less to play with. Right, uh, you've got 26 dudes and nine ladies that kind of checks
0: out for me,
3: sure. Um, in my head, NXT's roster still has 40 guys on it and 18 women. Wow,
1: how How are these 40 people coming? Anyone left in the room here think Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Wrestling are with the company in a year? No, no, no.
3: I, I read somewhere that uh, Johnny Gargano's contract comes up in around, I think, February. Um, yeah. and there's, you know, there, there, there's talk of them trying to make a deal, but I would be shocked. I would be shocked. I think after... Johnny
0: has a better shot than Tommaso. I think they, I don't think they want Tommaso on the main roster. No, I think, I think they would want Johnny on the main roster. I don't know if Johnny would,
1: I, I feel think like they spe- both would be considered too small. I think especially
3: after you look at uh, how both Adam Cole and Bobby Fish were received, um, any of those undisputed era guys, any of the NXT long timers uh, have to look at that and be like, well, there's a, there's a place for me when I'm done here. And it might not even, even be AEW, but there's a place somewhere in the wrestling uh, ecosystem for me when they're done with me.
0: How do you feel if your impact, and I know we're talking about WWE right now, WWE, but how do you feel if your impact and so many people are still choosing to go to a crowded AEW roster instead of trying to make your show better and going to I just again
1: I I always you know I'm such a broken record, I don't understand their business model. What I am shocked about is that I believe that uh, Ring of Honor is owned by a broadcasting company, and when live entertainment is so valued, I don't see how they have not been able to find a home. I, I, I somewhat believe that there will be a new company. That starts up and it'll be on a cable station and it'll be a one-hour show a week and it won't have yeah, right. any of the fanfare however i think that like someone would not have to be a billionaire and could get right. a, some very very talented wrestlers with some nice name value and with mm-hmm. some good pull on social media and yep. put together a package and say to you know one of these other uh, cable channels hey look you know, we can do this for a fraction of what these big guys are doing and let's build this thing together. Um, you know, when you consider a billion dollar company, I'm surprised that Ring of Honor wasn't able to find a $50 million player, right? Like right. something, some kind of contract yeah. when, when live entertainment is so valued. And, and with Impact, it's like watching how just just the, the, the presentation's never been great to me. I mean, even during mm. the pandemic where they pulled the yeah. audience and everything, I was like, you know put some put some boom mic under that under that ring so it doesn't sound like a snare drum when they're hitting the, you know like these guys are yeah. slamming each other it shouldn't sound like they're rattling on wax paper you yeah. know little things like that i'm shocked by 100%. by major companies not being able to execute and good um, call
0: on that no that, that's a that's actually a very good observation on the ring mat because it's little things like that that makes it unwatchable it sounds picky sure and you don't and and not, and, and not a lot of people even realize it when they watch impact. And you know, some of those people that say, I don't know, there's something about it, I just can't enjoy it. And it's little things like that that makes it unenjoyable, even for people that can't pick it off. Mm-hmm. Right. And it just surprises me, especially because of where they once were.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: what disappoints me the most. If this was AEW, I would say, Yeah, they're new, that still they got time and this and that. Impact had so many good names, they had a run where it looked like there were going to be a legitimate force against WWE and they have gone so far backwards. It is so sad. They just got, I saw Bronson Reed showed up there or yeah. whatever he go, whatever his, his uh, what he goes by now. Um,
3: you I know, think they it's got Jonah. Bronson
0: Reed. Jonah. Yeah. He just goes by Jonah and like, he's cool. Like, I didn't necessarily dislike him in, in NXT, but like the amount of names that have been available that are choosing to go nowhere or just go to random, like Braun Strowman right you know and i know bray wyatt's a different a different case but he's been available for a while right like these guys that could very well a bobby fish went to aew instead of there right went to a crowded aew Jay lethal who has impact running through his veins chose to go to a crowded aew instead of the, malachi black so many people that could have made them so relevant and they decided to go to a crowded aew instead
3: I'm glad you brought up Jay Lethal because I popped like a motherfucker when his theme song started and it's like the beginning notes of the Randy Savage yeah. uh, chorus. I was like, fuck yes.
0: And What a great match, by the way. Him and Sammy Guevara, which I knew what it was going to be, but man, that was fucking stellar.
3: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Well, the last bit of numbers I've got, which I'm sure you're going to absolutely love Justin are the AEW numbers.
0: Sure.
3: AEW has 25 ladies on their roster.
1: 17,000 men <laughs> 93
3: <laughs> 93 dudes on the AEW roster wow. now keep wow. in mind this is yeah, you're talking dark, this is dude. a combined roster like you want for raw and smackdown for like a, a four shows a week kind of thing so it's not as <laughs> it's not like raw has 93 people in three hours of programming they've got quite a few hours to fill but that's still a big number
0: (laughs) that's a big number but yeah you're talking about the youtube shows because if you look at the names if you ever pay attention i mean i know shawnee you watch dark and everything sometimes but like for me when i just look at the results when they flash on the bottom of dynamite i'm just i always play the game of i know one half of the match and i have no idea who the hell the other half of the match is right matt hardy defeated who (laughs) christian cage defeated what Brian Cage, what? like? And they well, play that game every week.
3: Hopefully, when his leg heals up, you're going to see uh, one of the ass boys beat Danhausen on AEW Dark Elevation.
1: I love <laughs> the it. bottom he, of your screen. He changed his uh, <laughs> Made that tweet, and, and Danhausen like, so much propped up Billy Gunn's kid because he changed his name to Not Ass Boy. My name's Not Ass Boy.
0: That's beautiful. What's happening? We have a return Uh-oh. of Erica Banis. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. One more thing. Whoa. You saw Whoa. EC.
1: You found EC. <laughs>
2: yeah. The most hilarious thing just happened. So I go up to the Walgreens. All right. And I'm like, hi, I'm here for my, my, boost, my booster appointment. And they said, you didn't get our cancellation phone call. I go, well, no, I'm here. So I didn't <laughs> get it. Right. And and I said to the pharmacist, I told her I am an award winning white woman, and I want my picture <laughs> right now shut up <laughs> I, I did not say that oh, I thought, man, no it. no no i was not gonna say that to to the the nice pharmacist of color uh because <laughs> that would have been very gauche but i thought of a that great joke on the way home and i'm like i gotta pop on and see if the boys are still talking
0: uh, I, love uh, that, uh, I love that i love that she's no, I, checked our, I even checked our message group to see if you asked if we were still going. I'm like, you just popped on and hopes that nope. we were still talking. Came back.
1: <laughs> Doing it. Imagine, Imagine trying to pre- be- open the show next week when after Erica trended as this Karen.
0: Add <laughs> <laughs> that uh, to her, her intro.
3: Erica, I love your new TikTok video. What? I'm not on TikTok. Oh, yes, you are.
1: <laughs> oh, <geez. Being laughs> with, the, with the iced tea oh, wow. cans. Oh, yeah I know, know. Know. <laughs> now we
0: get an email from work that erica Bannis is no longer with us and- <laughs> oh,
2: God. can you imagine well first uh, no because uh. like literally i show up and they're like you didn't get her cancellation i was no i'm here well you know unfortunately uh, you know we you know she get you know she gave me an, a, a reason i went okay have a nice night and then i just went home and i went ooh, literally walking <laughs> the aisle i'm like i gotta get home i gotta do this joke <laughs>
0: I got to pop the boys that was fantastic that was
1: fantastic so was are fun. we
2: wrapping up the show where are we at
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. have fun go, everybody yeah. be safe don't <laughs> fall in
2: <the laughs> oh man just in time you, you, got t- you
1: got any titles erica all right chuck, <laughs> and, and chuck, chuck and justin actually if you want to give your uh your your uh your credentials oh yeah oh. <laughs> Go where ahead. Can be, where can go go ahead. Plug,
3: plug the podcast. Do your thing. Yeah, pl- the
0: podcast is done for the year because I am not doing war games. Sorry, I'm not doing NXT. War <laughs> games. Oh, yes. That- uh, yeah. If you if you check out my the Twitter profile, NXT is out of that profile. Uh, we are only doing WWE and AEW. Uh, but yeah, JV Sports Talk Pay Per View Pod. Big shout out to Josh Martinez from Z100 in New York, uh, coming on the show last week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was the last uh, pay-per-view pod of the year and it'll be back New Year's day or New Year's Eve uh, with uh, day one. So technically not the last of the year, but it's going to be previewing with 2022 pay-per-view. Uh, but yeah, at PPV underscore pod on Apple podcasts and Spotify and JV And
1: then maybe, maybe we should put up a poll. We don't get much Twitter action, so I don't know, but maybe we should put up a, tw- a, a poll Erica and see like if we can get, I don't know, 10 responses. Um, should uh, Erica Bannis and I hijack the JV Sports Talk Pay Per Pod? Oh, you hard. stole my idea! For a wrestle Kingdom. I, I was, was gonna
2: a one fall show invasion of the PPV the VOD. Yes, awesome. <laughs> I was.
3: I was gonna say you could find me on the Nerd Radio podcast, and you can also find me on officially the last JV Sports Pod of the year when I cover war games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I am I am all in. Invade the podcast. hundred percent. We can do that. I'll edit it and everything for you
3: guys. I'm bringing William Regal and Samoa Joe, and we're going to talk about NXT 2.0. <laughs> Look forward to it.
2: Well, well, actually, did you guys, and by you guys, I mean, Sean, uh, did you see that? Because uh, there's three nights, technically, of Wrestle Kingdom. You have nights My one God. and two. You have nights one and two on the fourth and the fifth. And then the following week, it's actually going to be kind of Brand supremacy. It's going to be NJPW versus Pro Wrestling Noah.
1: No, I did not see that. Yeah, interesting.
2: I know. It's. I mean,
1: oh, am I going to take an additional day off? Yikes!
2: You, I don't know. I don't know yet.
1: I I mean, I'm planning a trip to New Orleans. I wonder if I should go to New Orleans and watch Wrestle Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Airbnb (laughs) in New Orleans.
2: (laughs) <laughs> wait for real you're going to new orleans that's cool. i'm thinking
1: about it but you know i i i had very um tight-fisted with my days off at work so i'm like ah the trip and because i i can't do wrestle kingdom right and, and work a full schedule those those are some slogs i love the wrestling but those are yes. long nights i yeah. my energy level is just poor I'm, st- I'm trying to eat healthier now to see if that helps but i think at this point it's a losing battle <laughs> i think it's, it's just not water even, through the fingers
2: yeah, it's not even the fact that they're long nights. It's just, it's the time difference that just like, yeah. well, I'm going to fuck with my body for, for well, that go, doesn't right? help
1: either. But even if I was right. to watch late, right. If I'm going to work a a nine hour day Ooh, and then no, still man. try to fit in, you know, five hours of wrestling two days in a row, and then also catch AEW on that Wednesday. And you know, it's do the podcast on the Monday. It's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, Yeah.
2: but yeah. Really glad I made it back in time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well worth it.
2: Uh, Guys,
0: I just got the text that I got into the 21 Pilots very verified fan account uh, to get tickets early tomorrow morning, baby outstanding oh, you know what that means i am so excited for it's, that. Christmas! it's christmas, christmas. <laughs> yes no i am so excited for that finally coming to detroit i'm like motherfuckers i just paid how much money to go out to chicago yep. to see you and then literally three weeks later you're gonna announce a detroit show take my fucking money but i hate you um, <laughs> what uh what venue are they playing lca oh, okay yeah yeah second time uh i've seen them at lca but fortunately since i and, and since i'm not you know me and Mia are not having to travel and get hotels and such we're actually for the first time taking a big crew with us so it'll be like six of us going to the show which well, is going a lot of fun, fun. And it's on and like so much about this is fit pr- it's a brand new tour obviously um it's only the second show of the tour so no spoilers fantastic um and also it's a saturday night in august nice oh so, wow. i mean it just yeah everything about it is like i can't i'm so excited all right
1: i'm going to go see the circle jerks which have about one one billionth number of fans <laughs> as uh 21 pilots
0: <laughs> i actually gotta go watch on a festival last night that was live stream so i gotta watch that tonight too
3: this is this is uh this is definitely not for recording uh purposes no. but i did send an email